0: Thank you. All right That's why we came That's why we came All
1: right Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah Oh yeah Go on and bless it, man Go on and bless it in the house Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. <laughs> that's why Thank you, that's why Thank we stop printing programs you. <laughs> because you can't put stuff like this on a program amen 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 from the book of second samuel second samuel Chapter 14, <clears throat> beginning with verse 28. Amen. While you find that, you acknowledge the presence of Pastor Fern Sack. Amen, and amen. God bless the Lord. Amen. Out, amen. Out. Let Amen, amen. 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 Thank God. amen. They are, they are Salem. You know, once you're a Salemite, you're always a Salemite. I'm just happy to have. She served as executive pastor here for years until the Lord took her on out. But we just thank God and see you in the house today. Just good, good to see you. 2 Samuel chapter 14, hit him in verse 28. These are the words you find. So Absalom lived two full years in Jerusalem without coming into the king's presence. Then Absalom sent for Joab to send him to the king. But Joab would, would not come to him. And he sent a second time, but Joab would not come. Then he said to his servants, see, Joab has a field next to mine, and he has barley there. Go and set fire on it. So Absalom's sons, servants, set the field on fire. Then Joab arose and went to Absalom at his house and said unto him, Why have you servants set my field on fire? Amen. Amen. I I, want to talk for a few minutes this morning from this subject, the cost of ignoring God's call.
1: All right. The cost
0: of ignoring God's call. Nearly thirty-five years ago, when I came to serve here in Salem, there was one song that the choir and the congregation would sing every Sunday morning, Barbara Rand Joyce. You remember this? The words of the song said, "The Lord is speaking to you." Y'all remember? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Every Sunday morning, the Lord is speaking to you. Can you hear what He's saying? Why are you waiting? The Lord is speaking to you. It was a song that every Sunday reminded us that our ears ought to always be tuned to the Lord's voice. They always ought to be tuned in to hear as he calls us to service. Now, before everybody makes a man dance to the pulpit, please know that every call is not a call All right. up here. All right.
2: All right. <laughs> Maybe Maybe every be, call
0: it is not a call to somehow we, we have the idea that the only call of substance <coughs> is the call to preach. But nothing could be further That's right. That's right. from That's the right. truth. That's right. God may be calling you to service. Amen. He may be calling you to even a greater service. Depending on where you are, he may just be calling you to salvation.
1: All right. All right. Mercy. All right.
0: But everybody, everybody has a call. I can remember, I think I'm right. If I'm not, I think I'm right. Reverend Sapp, your first sermon was I am called and so are you. Am I right? Yeah, I, That was our first sermon. I am called and so are you. Everybody has Mercy. a call. And the best servants are not those who just decide they want to join. Mercy. But the best servants are those who are walking in that calling. All right. The best servants are those who are called and have answered that call. Mm-hmm. We see all around us. We see all around us. How, 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 many, how, how, how many of you have been here even at Salem? I'll prove my point. You've ever been at a class here in Salem under teachers here at Salem? You see that, that they ain't just somebody decided they want to teach. Mercy. The gifting that they have can only be explained one way. They are operating in the gifting that they have been called. Are y'all hearing this? Sister Melissa, she's upstairs right now with all these kids. Melissa, she, she's, not, she's not just up there doing what she does. Because somebody gotta do it. Mercy. She is walking in her calling. Brother Daryl, right up there with her. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are there. It, 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 it just ain't that they just wanna be up there with everybody. No, they are walking in their calling. And you have to be called to do what they do. Y'all ain't hearing me. Somebody ought to shout. You have to be called to we celebrate the pastor support ministry today. The pastor support ministry, we celebrate them today. They are not recruited. They have been given a heart and have answered the call to serve. They, they, have, they, they have a heart, have answered a call to look after the welfare of the shepherd. And y'all need to know I'm grateful for that too. Y'all need to know that. Huh? I'm grateful for that. So people here. I'm just trying to explain a calling to you. The people on staff here, they are not just folks who were looking for a job. Y'all ain't hearing this. The Lord knows they ain't here for the money. <laughs> when I see the quality of their work, there's no doubt in my mind that they're here at the heeding of God's call. God calls us. To salvation, and once we heed that call, we we, we can turn. We 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 get to a point. We hear the call. He saves us, but you have to be careful. Don't turn off the volume because he continues to call. I'll right. turn the volume down because he is continually calling us to more. He's calling us to greater service Lord, in his vineyard text today is tailored to teach us that we would all do well to always be listening and willing to hear and to heed the call of Jesus Christ. And that there is a price to be paid if you ignore his call. Write that down. There's a price to be paid If you ignore his call, the text takes us again to a familiar story of that mighty king, that mighty warrior, David. We know how God empowered David even as a shepherd boy. We know him as a mighty king and a mighty warrior. But we also know about David's failures. We also know about David's shortcomings. And I don't have to go through all the episodes. I don't have to go through the episode. Y'all go to Bible study. If you don't, you should. I mean, I don't have to go through all of that he went through with Bathsheba and how he had a husband killed on the battlefield. Y'all here? just to cover up a mess he made. You don't know the story. Y'all showing sure up need to show up. And, and they sign up. You don't even have to come. Just sign up and come online, whatever they do, whatever they zoom in. Yeah. yeah, no excuse for not being in. But, but he had a husband killed and then tried to cover up the mess he made by, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and as a result of all of the horrible decisions he made, God sent his prophet Nathan. 2 Samuel 12, sent his prophet Nathan and that prophet went to David and said, David, because of what you've done, the sword will never depart from your house. Uh God says, I I will raise up adversity against you out of your own house. Y'all hearing this? Read David's whole story. And you see that God did exactly what he said. David's house was a mess. David fathered many children and those children and that household caused him a whole lot of pain and many sleepless nights. Right there in the house, David's household was besieged with one tragedy after another one. And just like the prophet says, all of this was going on in the king's house. The baby that he had with Bathsheba died. One of his sons, Amnon, actually raped his own sister, Tamar. Another brother, Absalom, avenged her rape by killing his own brother. All of this in David's house. What a mess. Just like God said. Here's where the message begins. Absalom, the son that had committed murder, that killed his own brother, he left Jerusalem, moved out to the land of Geshur, and and he remained out away from Israel. He left Israel and stayed away for three years. He was out there three whole years and he had no contact with his own daddy. had no contact with David. And David, as much as he loved his son, as much as he loved Absalom, he never reached out for him. After all, he killed his brother. He never reached out to him and he never asked his son to come home. But David... Had a military leader. His name was Joab. Joab was a he, he he was a cunning military strategist, and he was a ruthless field marshal. And he knew David inside out. He he knew David's every thought. As a matter of fact, he knew more about war than David knew. And yeah, yeah he was actually David's nephew. He was his sister's oldest son, but he was a war strategist. Joab saw all of this. He saw the whole picture. He saw what had happened in David's family. Yeah, he knew that David still loved his son, but he also knew that David would never invite his son to come back. So he was a military strategist. He knew about Absalom. He knew that Absalom had a flair for leadership. He knew that Absalom would be valuable to the army. And sooner or later, he knew that Absalom probably needed to be in position in case he had to take over the throne. He he, he was looking at all of this. So Joab came up with a plot. The plot that he came up with is... He went to what the Bible calls a wise woman, called a wise woman of Tekoa, 14.1. He brought, he, the, the, he went to this wise woman of Tekoa and they made up this story. And he, he said, I want you to go talk to the king, and this is the story I want you to tell him. So this woman goes to King David said and says to him, King, I had two sons. And they got into a fight and there wasn't anybody to pull them apart. And one of my sons killed the other one. And now that one of my sons are gone, a clan of people have risen up in the town and they are demanding that I give my other son over to them because one life deserves another life. And so they, they are coming and they want to kill my remaining son to avenge the death of my other son. Are y'all hearing this? She says, this, this is my only son, the only son I have left to carry on the family name. And she's begging the king, king, please intervene. And don't let them kill my son. Listen to David. David told her, don't worry about a thing. Don't worry about a thing. He says, I'm going to put a stop to this whole matter. I'm going to show mercy to your son. It was then that this wise woman that Job had put up to the scheme she made a point. She said to him, if you can show mercy to my son, y'all hearing this? If you can show that kind of mercy to my son, why can't you show that same kind of mercy to your own son? David now is convicted. He's convicted and He called Joab got with him he said Joab put you up to this I know he did (laughs) called Joab said Joab with your smart self I I, I want you to go find my son go find him and bring him back to Israel y'all stay with me I'm going somewhere bring my son back To Israel. Joab went, got his son, told him that his father wanted him back in Israel. Absalom was glad. He was glad. He gladly returned to Israel. He gladly brought his household and set up homestead in Israel. But the problem is this. He came back to Israel, but for two whole years, his father never sent for him to come to the palace. I'm back in Israel. My father, you said, my daddy wanted me to come back. But for two whole years, he has not invited me to come to the palace. He had questions. He had questions. Why did he even invite me to come back if he's not going to restore me? Now, if you study this character, Absalom, he's an interesting figure. The Bible says he's a handsome man, first of all. He's handsome. He's got it all going. You find that he was really sort of conceited. He he really thought he'd make a better king than his father. He had a little problem. But, 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 But right now, he's just confused why his father had invited him back but, have, but would not invite him to come see him in, in, in the palace. So he has questions and he wants answers. And the one person that he knows that might be able to give him an answer, the one person that he knows is close to his daddy might be able to get an answer is uh, this servant, Joab. Uh-huh. So, oh, so, so a- after all, Joab is the one that came out there and got me and brought me back here. So he sends his servants. I'm going somewhere. He sends his servants to get Joab. And the word says Joab didn't show up. This is the king's son now. (laughs) He sent again. For Joab. And again, the Bible says that Joab didn't come. And now he's getting a little perturbed. He's getting a little perturbed. So he says, Now to his servants, I ain't, don't, don't go, don't go, don't go, this time when you go. He so Joab has a barley field that's next to mine. So I want you, what I want you to do, I want you to go and set that field on fire. Y'all <laughs> hear? Go, go, go burn it down. Just burn it. Yeah, I talked all I'm going to talk. Just burn it up. The very next verse uh-huh. says, Joab arose. <laughs> And went to Absalom. The very next verse. Didn't take, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't five verses later. One verse. The next verse, after he got everything burnt up. The next verse says, he arose and went to Absalom. Listen to his question. Why did you set my field on fire? Thing I want to point out to you is what it took for Joab Uh Uh to respond to the king's son. The king's son is calling, and I want you to see what it took for him to respond. Are y'all hearing me? To the king's son. You see what you got to understand in Bible time. Barley was a staple. It it was, uh, barley was the first crop that would develop in the spring. If you had a barley field, you were somebody. You see, it's valued all throughout the Bible. You hear about barley. You remember, you remember in the book of Ruth, where Boaz purposely left barley out in the field to be gleaned. Y'all remember that? You remember the miracle of Jesus feeding 5,000 folk? Little boy had two fish and five barley. Are y'all hearing me? Barley was a cash crop. And Joab had just lost his cash crop because he refused to answer the call of the king's son. Y'all ain't hearing me. Now, here is where I want to put Joab and his story to rest. We can leave Joab alone now. We'll leave them alone now. This is where I want to put them to rest. And and let me spend the rest of my time sharing with everybody here in the sound of my voice. We'll let Joab rest a minute. Let, Let me go back to my opening. The Lord is speaking to you. The Lord is speaking to you. Can't you hear what he's saying? Yeah. Why are you waiting? The Lord is speaking All right. to you. And the reason why I want to point it out is when the Lord speaks, he's looking for a response. Yeah. Y'all ain't hear Him. He ain't playing anyway. When he speaks, He's looking for a response. And just like Absalom in the story, he has ways of getting your attention. I wonder if I got a witness in the house. God has a way. He had ways of getting our attention. Oh, oh, you, you, you don't have to raise your hand. You ain't got to raise your hand. You, yeah, yeah, you, you ain't got to tell your neighbor. Are y'all hear me but 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 there are some in the sound of my voice who have been there done that i don't want you to raise your hand i don't want you to tell nobody just agree with me there's some folk right here in the sound of my voice you've been there done that some folk who have lost some stuff that folk in here who have missed out on some opportunities. There are consequences, my brothers and sisters. There are consequences that you have faced in your own life that you could have avoided if you had only heeded the master's voice. You've gone through some stuff that you wouldn't have had to go through if you had just listened to Are y'all hearing me? Oh, he knows. He knows how to get your attention. He knows how to get your attention. That's why you have to be careful about your relationship with things and stuff. You better be careful. You have to be careful about falling in love with stuff, falling in love with things. The Bible says that where a man's treasure is, that his heart is also. You got to be careful about anything or anybody that you're allowed to distract you from the call of God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's already told us. He already told us in his commandment that he's jealous. Yeah. He already told us that. He already told us, I, the Lord, your God, I'm a jealous God. Yeah. And he has it in his power and he has it in his authority to make things go away. <laughs> Y'all better hear me up in here. (laughs) I don't care what you think you got. God has the authority. He has the power to make it go away. If Job were here, he would tell you the Lord gives. And the Lord, y'all hear me, he takes away. I'm just trying to help somebody understand the importance of heeding God's voice. The importance of listening to God's voice so that we won't put ourselves in danger of losing our barley field. And I don't know what your barley field is, but I don't. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, 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 oh we, we don't grow barley anymore. But sometimes our job becomes our barley field. Y'all ain't hearing me. We don't grow barley anymore. Sometimes our bank account becomes our barley field. Sometimes our education, and our status becomes our barley field. Even our children sometimes becomes our barley field. But I come to tell you, if any of those things, any of those things could be going on any moment. I come to tell you, any of those things could be gone in the twinkling of an eye if we allow them to get between us and the Master's call. I yeah. want to make one more point, and I'll let y'all get on the cracker barrel. Jo- Joab, <laughs> Joab didn't come until after his field burned up. And even then, even then, he didn't come to see what Absalom wanted. He came to see why his field, y'all ain't hearing me. He came to see why his field burned up, but what is important here, now, yeah, you yeah, hear my point right here, the thing that is important right, is that he came. Yeah. Oh, y'all hearing me, don't don't, don't don't fall out with him for why he came. What is important is he had sense enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all ain't hearing me. You see, I'm one believe, I'm one who believes that it really doesn't matter what it took to get somebody to come. All right. All right. What is important? is that they finally came. You hear it, folk, folk in jail, folk in jail. And they're in jail, they finally begin to listen to the Lord. And folk will criticize them and call that jailhouse religion. Are y'all hearing me? I don't criticize that. I'm just glad. Are y'all hearing me? That they finally got to a point. Y'all ain't hearing this. Folk run into financial problems and, 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 and come back to the church. They ain't been to church in ages. Had nothing to do with the church, but they have financial problems. And they finally come back, and somebody rolling their eyes talking about, now nah, here they come. <laughs> here they, the, the shame is if you can go through hell like that and still not show up. Yeah. Folk go through divorce. Experiencing family problems and sometimes even facing death, or even going through death in the family. And yeah, and, and they lose a loved one and they come back to the house of God. They come back, they're hurt, they come back, they're wounded, and they're coming to the church. And somebody say, What they're coming for now? Are y'all hearing me? No, 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 God just got your attention there's nothing wrong the shame is when you can go through all of that and still not show up the tragedy is to have your feel burned and still not come show, show up tragedy is to lose everything and still not to go through hell and high water and still not have sense enough to show up in God's presence don't show up for nothing else. If you ain't showing up for nothing else, if you don't show up for any other reason, yeah, just to show up and say, God, why? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm through now. But I close this morning to make sure that we're always tuned to the voice of the Master. Because He is constantly calling are y'all here maybe he's calling you today to yield your life to him maybe he's calling you to his service maybe he's calling you to greater service the key is get to know his voice so that when he calls you will recognize his voice the word says my sheep know my voice y'all ain't hear me you need to know, you need to know that his voice. You need to know his voice because one day there's going to be a final call. Y'all better hear me. Or oh, you need to know his voice because one day there will be a final call a call from labor to reward, a call to that place that he has promised and prepared for all who believe. Yeah, there will be a final call to that place that is purchased with his own blood. You do know the place. A place uh, that he paid for on Calvary's cross where he suffered, bled, and died. But the good news today is this. He died, but he ain't dead. Y'all ain't hearing me. I say the good news is he died. But he ain't dead because he conquered sin and he conquered death. And uh, I want you to know now he is still calling laborers into the vineyards. Oh, my brothers and my sisters, sometimes I miss the old church where folk had a song for everything. Y'all remember when folk would just break out and just start? singing yeah i believe they were making up songs yeah sometimes uh, in a time like this somebody would have already started singing when he called me i will answer when he calls me i will answer i'll be somewhere listening for my name if my heart is right uh, I will answer yeah. If my heart is right uh, I will answer yeah. If my heart is right uh, I will answer uh, I'll be somewhere Listening uh, For my name uh, Y'all ain't hearing me uh, If I pray right uh, I will answer yeah. If I pray right uh, I will answer Yeah. I'll be somewhere somewhere listening for my name. Children of God stay on ready. Don't turn the volume down. He's still calling. Don't get so busy. So important that you can't hear him calling. He's still calling and he's calling even today. Right now. Right now. Right now, he's calling. Right right now, he's calling somebody to move right, right now. And I want now to give you an opportunity to, to respond to that call. Don't, don't let him have to burn your field down. Or maybe he's already burned it down. That might be the reason you need to be moving right now. But right now, somebody... Needs to be moving this way. If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. Let me do this one. Let's do it. Let's do it different. Let's do it different today. When he calls
1: me, I will act Come on, y'all. Answer. When he calls, I will ask, somebody ought to be moving, oh, when he calls, I'll be somewhere, oh yes, I'll be somewhere, listening for my name, for my, oh I'll be somewhere, I'll be somewhere.
0: The Lord is speaking to you. Can't you hear what he's saying? Why are you waiting? The Lord is speaking to you. If you're here in this house, The word of God is clear. The word of God, the word of God is clear. And there's a need for you to move. There's a need for you to move now. I just want to make sure you have that opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Y'all keep praying. Y'all keep praying. Somebody's trying to move. we Yes clerk, just tell us who 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 the Lord has sent us today. Amen. Pastor, time we have Enuma Shibo. She's coming from uh, Remo Chapel in Amen. South Africa. God bless Johannesburg. you. God bless you. <laughs> Johannesburg, Johannesburg, South Africa. You. Happy to have you here in this place. God bless you. Amen, they're gonna take you and some some additional information. Okay. Amen, we're just so happy. y'all bless the Lord. <laughs> she continues to add. Uh, amen, amen, amen. thanks right
3: To God be the glory for what He has done. I stand before you just to say thank you, Lord, for what he is doing in the life of my daughter. Because of an accident, falling accident, she is unable to walk. But to God be the glory, she's walking on a walker. He has brought her from a mighty long way. I'm not gonna tell my story right now, but if you wanna hear it, please, you can see me. But to God be the glory. Thank you, Salem, for your continued prayers and your support.
0: Amen.
1: God bless you, huh? There's a storm out on the ocean away oh if your soul now nah, anchored in jesus you will surely oh yes yeah. but oh, drift away oh drift away yeah, you will surely drift away oh if your soul yellow yellow oh yes. Yeah.
0: why do we bless the lord why do we bless the lord in here why do we bless the lord in here oh yes yeah. Amen, we're going to have, Pastor Jason is going to come and he's going to close us out in our regular order, but I would not close the service without having Pastor Sapp to come up and say hello, she's at home, and we want her at least to come and just greet us and say hello. Y'all say hey, Pastor Sapp. (laughs) I hate that.
2: Well, good morning, Salem. Good morning. <laughs> praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, listen, Pastor could have just sent me an email. Amen. The word on today was rich. And so, Pastor, I honor you. I bless God for you on today. Y'all give, the Lord, some praise for our pastor it is always a blessing to be home to see the people of God I love Salem it's always home for me and so this morning Nicole and I had some time and we were gonna head somewhere else to get there and we both looked at each other we're like we're gonna go we're going home we're going to Salem today and um, what's so beautiful about it is we woke up with our hearts just so excited to be able to come home and so I'm excited to be here today I'm blessed by the word amen Amen. Blessed by the word. I wanted to get me in two steps and a shake down that aisle right there, but I just held it in. But I just bless God for each of you. I thank God for um, what God is doing at Salem, even to come back on the day and just to continue to see the work and to continue to see the hand of God, the move of God on the place of God and on the people of God is such a blessing. And so you ought to give God praise for that. Amen. Amen. And so I just pray God just continue to keep you. And that um, his face and his grace will continue to shine upon you. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor.
4: Amen. 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 We want to thank God again for allowing us another day. And thank God allowing us another time of worship. Is anybody glad to be in the house of God? Thank God if you can, thank God. Thank God for, for Kenneth. Thank God for Jacob. Thank God for Grace and thank God for Caleb. Amen. Thank God for them. New members in the family of God. We want to thank God that God is still sending workers to his vineyard. That God is still sending souls. That the gospel is to be preached. The Bible says that if Jesus is lifted from the earth, he'll draw all men to himself. That is the very thing that we do. That is the very crux of our life is to preach in such a way that God sends souls. And thank God for them. If you will, uh, we are headed out. Uh, Just get your offering together. Uh, However you give whether you give there are receptacles for those who have brought their offering um, their receptacles at each door on your way out if you give virtually go ahead and do that god bless you for the giving to the church to the kingdom of god uh, salem does a work every single week in feeding and in helping people in our community and it's through the giving and gifts of the people of god amen amen so get that together and i'm Gonna ask our own our own Reverend Dr. Penny Pitts to come if she will uh, as we begin to leave out to pray for us today. Amen. So if you will just stand on your feet, if there are those who have a need for prayer, you can come on down. The Bible says that men should always pray. And faint not. And we, every week, will pray for not only these, your people, but pray for this world we live in. Because God is still on the throne. I know it's rough out there. But God is still on the throne. And God is still good. And because he's still good, he's worthy to be
3: praised. Come on, sis. Let us pray. God, we just thank you this morning. Oh, we just come lifting up our heads and our hearts to the hills. Knowing all our help comes from you, the maker in heaven and earth. You said you would not suffer for our feet to be moved. He that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleep. So God, we come confidently, but yet humbly to your throne of grace. We are just so grateful that you're our God and we're your people. We thank you that you sit so very high but look so very low. That you know everything it is to know about us because we were wonderfully and fearfully made by you. We were made in your image and we know that you didn't make any junk. So God, we come against anything or anybody that would speak against your creation, against your people. We are God's people. And we will stand strong in that fact. We thank you that you thought enough about us that you sent Jesus who hung, bled, and died on Calvary's cross for the remission of sin. We thank you that he took back sin. We thank you, Father God, that as a result of that, we can come boldly to you. And we can come and ask your forgiveness in the name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you that he sits at your right hand, interceding for us on a daily basis. We thank you that you took him back in glory and gave him his glory back. And that now he just looks after us. We thank you for that. We thank you for the Holy Ghost that he left behind to lead us, teach us, guide us, and convict us on a daily basis. We don't know where we would be without your Holy Ghost. So thank you that it keeps us from saying things we don't need to say. It'll give us an unction to say things that you would need for us to say to encourage your people and not tear them down. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. God, we thank you for your word that is always a lamp into our feet and a light into our pathway. We thank you that the word tells us what we need to do, how we need to do it, and when we need to do it. We don't take any of it for granted. And God, we thank you for prayer. I don't take it lightly to pray for your people today. I pray right now that you bless them and bless them indeed. That you enlarge their territory, Father God. That they would have even enough to take care of their home and go take care and help someone else, God. This is my prayer today. God, I pray for the people who are sick in body and spirit. God, I pray right now that you would heal their body from the crown of the head to the sole of their feet. I pray right now that they would stand, Father God, and they would live and not die. God, we lift up those who are bereaved, who lost a husband or a wife or a mother, a father, a brother, a sister, a child or cousin or friend, Father God, someone whom they love very deeply. We pray that you be and manage and complete that void for them, that you would give them a peace that surpasses all knowledge and understanding. God, I believe if you do that, they'll be able to go and tell someone what you did for them and what you can do for them. We ask right now, Father God, that you bless this place called Salem. We lift up Lady Bev to you. We lift up Pastor Haynes and Pastor Jason. Father God, all the ministers, Uh, father god all the deacons all the mothers father god all the ministers wives god this entire leadership family would you please continue to show yourself faithful to us father god as we run this race as we wait on you to call us god to come home and god until you do that we'll keep serving we'll keep helping we'll keep praying we'll keep encouraging Father God, everybody we come into contact with. And God, we just bless you. We honor you. And we thank you for Pastor Fern. We thank you for her friendship. Father God, we thank you for Nicole. We thank you that we can see them walking in your goodness and what you have in store for them. We just thank you for that opportunity, Father. Forgive us, cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And may the words of my mouth, O Lord, live the meditations of my heart. O Lord, let them be acceptable in our sight. O Lord, our strength and our redeemer. And the people of God said amen, 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 Amen. and amen. Amen. Thank you, God. Lead me.
5: That's a good place. Ooh. Oh, lead me. Come on, lift your voice. Say, guide me. Guide me along, <laughs> along the way. I like that. Oh, for, for if you leave me, me, I. Not stray. <laughs> oh, Lord, let me walk. Come on, church. Each day. let's just go home right there now unto him who is able to keep us from stumbling and able to present us blameless before his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God be glory be majesty dominion and authority may it be both now henceforth and forevermore and God's people said amen Amen. Amen. Me, Amen.
2: I. There are several ways you to submit your type and offering. Online at oh www.thechurchwithzeal.org slash On cash app. Let at me walk. Dollar sign, he The
5: Church with Zeal. Via day. the app By mail. To Salem
2: Missionary Baptist oh, Church, P.O. Oh, Box 817, Lilburn, me. Georgia, 30048, or in person at the church office on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. It's not necessary to wait until Sunday to give. Online, GiveLify, Cash App, or mail-in contributions may be submitted on any day of the week. Thank you for your continued support of the ministry at Salem Missionary Baptist Church.